0: Have fun, but God, uh, without you, there's no reason for any of it, Lord. So thank you uh, for being the reason uh, for us gathering here, and God, just for um, us to celebrate because of your Son, Jesus. Lord, we love you, we thank you, and it's in His name that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's take a seat. Hello. Thank you. So, a couple weeks ago, I had surgery. As you guys were here, I was drugged up. I'm a little drugged up tonight, too, to be honest with you. A little disclaimer. Before anything comes out of my mouth. Um, but I want to say thank you. Um, thank you for praying. Um, I had surgery. They give me an update. They, the doctor thinks it was successful. Um, there's a two-week to maybe a few months recovery. Um, so what happens now is this leg here, if I stand for more than 10 minutes, it goes numb. <laughs> Which... It's not always good. So that's why I'm sitting so I don't just fall over. Um, but I'm better now than I was yesterday and it's a, it's a day by day slow process, but I would, yeah, I would love for you guys to keep praying for, for my back and for the recovery. So tonight, love you. Tonight we are wrapping up our two year series on rhythms. It feels like two years, right? It's been a long series, um, but we have talked about a lot of different things. We talked about God's word and how we need to get into God's word. That needs to be a rhythm in our life. We talked about prayer and how prayer needs to be a rhythm in our life. We talked about serving and worship through music and being generous and what it means to make disciples. We talked about all different kinds of things in this series. And tonight, we're going to spend just a few moments, we're not going to spend very long on this. But we want to talk about our last rhythm. That's a rhythm of celebration. You know, we come here tonight and we had a lot of fun. We laughed at people, maybe. Um, we laughed with people, for sure. And especially this time of year, celebration should come pretty easy because of Christmas. So tonight, we're going to talk about this rhythm of celebration. And celebration is central to all the other rhythms that we have talked about because without a joyful spirit the other rhythms become kind of dull and i would dare say this that if you're not practicing these other rhythms that we've talked about so far celebration would be hard for you you're going to you're going to not have a lot of joy in your life because you, if you don't practice these other rhythms so these are so important and i want our ministry hello i want our ministry to practice this rhythm of celebration I love it when we come together and we celebrate together what God is doing in our lives and what God is doing in your lives. So look how Jesus um, describes heaven. Now, if you're a Christian one day, you're going to go to heaven. And this is what Jesus says. I should probably turn this on. This is what Jesus said. In Matthew chapter 22, says this. It says, The kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by a story of a king who prepared a great bank, bank sorry a great wedding feast for his son when the banquet was ready he sent his servants to notify those who were invited but they all refused to come so he sent other servants to tell them the feast has been prepared the bulls and fattened cattle have been killed and everything is ready come to the banquet so jesus describes the kingdom of heaven as this wedding feast, and something you need to understand about wedding f- celebrations back in this time is, it was not like a night where you come, you go to a wedding ceremony, you go to a reception, and it's over. No, this like this lasted like for a week. So every day you're celebrating, you're having you're having a good time, you're singing, you're dancing, you're drinking, you're doing all these different things, and that's a celebration. A week-long celebration. And Jesus says that the kingdom of of heaven is going to be a celebration. He describes it as a huge celebration. He And also, Jesus didn't distance himself from celebration. His very first miracle. What is it? Tell me. Water into wine. They ran out of wine at this wedding festival, this week-long celebration. They ran out of wine, which was a (laughs) no-no. And Jesus turns water into wine in order to keep the celebration going. So Jesus was all about celebrations. Isn't it great that Jesus describes heaven as a celebration? He didn't distance himself from celebrations. So celebration is at the heart of the way of Christ. He entered this world on a high note. When Jesus was born, we know we're getting ready to celebrate Christmas. He said this, as I bring you good news of great joy, which shall come to all people. So this idea of joy came into the earth. And then right before he left, after he right before he was crucified, he said, these things I have spoken to you, that your joy may be complete. So what I want you to do for a few moments is think back to your spiritual journey. For some of you, this is a very small journey. For others, it's been a couple years or maybe longer. But think back to your spiritual journey. And when had there been the most joy in your life spiritually? All right. Does that make sense? So it could be something like a fall retreat or a summer camp where you're there and you just had a ton of joy spiritually. That was something that you just had high joy. So think about your spiritual journey. When were the times that you had the most joy spiritually? And what I want you to do is turn to your neighbor, one neighbor, and spend 30 seconds telling about that journey for you. And then the other person shares. So spend about one minute sharing your your most spiritual joy in your life. All right, change partners or change the other person talk now. All right bring it back up just curious would, would anyone want to share just briefly a time that you had the most joy spiritually in your life yes so uh my two friends came to fall retreat for the first time and it was during worship and we were all standing and singing and just yeah okay fall retreat who else the week, that the week that you were baptized absolutely anyone else want to share Sorry. Yes. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. the The mountain trip. Awesome. In the back. Awesome. Anyone else want to share? Campers arriving at Camp Barnabas. Absolutely. These are great. Did I miss anyone? Okay. So a lot of times for us, when we feel the most joy spiritually are things like summer camp or fall retreat or a mission trip that we've gone on. Those things, for some reason, brings us the most joy spiritually. But what, let's just pick summer camp, for example. What happens at summer camp or fall retreat? So what happens is you wake up and you go to worship and then you hear from God's word and then you go spend time alone with God. And then you go into your community groups and then you have time that you're hanging out and you're having fun together. And then you come back for more worship and more teaching and more community groups. This is what happens every single day for four or five days. So the things that we've been talking about for the past eight or nine weeks, God's word, prayer, worship, even serving, all these things, you do those things at these retreats and at these summer camps or at these mission on these mission trips. And guys news to you those trips that you take are not any more spiritual than anything else but what happens is you do these rhythms on those trips and as a result of doing these rhythms you feel the most joy in your life spiritually so what we got to do is continue these rhythms in our lives every single day but a lot of times when we come back we slowly get out of these rhythms And another name for these rhythms that that we've been talking about is the word discipline. In other words, they don't come naturally for us. We have to work hard. We have to practice. It takes practice for us to open God's word every day. It takes practice for us to spend time in prayer every day. For us to be generous. For us to worship like when I see people up here in the front talking to their neighbors and talking and not spending time worshiping, that bothers me. That bothers me. I want us to practice these rhythms in our lives. And some of them are more corporate rhythms, which means we do it together. Some are more individual rhythms, which means we do it on our own. But these are rhythms that we need to take. Look at what Nehemiah 8.10 says. It says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Guys, there's many different ways to practice this discipline or this rhythm of celebration. Some of us live in such a way that it's impossible to have any type of joy in our lives. But we come to surge and we try to get this this kind of joy refill in our lives. And we sing these songs and we pray hoping that God will somehow give us this infusion of joy to make it another week. And it may last a day or maybe a couple of days, but then we, we, we run dry again. And they're looking for this joy transfusion to happen when they come to surge. But God doesn't want us to have a transfusion. He wants us to be transformed. So let's talk about some, this practice of, of celebration. We're going to look at a few different things. We don't have notes, but if you want to take notes, you can take notes. Here's the first thing we're going to talk about. The practical celebrations. Learn to laugh at yourself and with, not necessarily at, others. This is probably the easiest place to begin to practice this rhythm of celebration. This is about humility. Laugh at yourself. Don't be so serious. If you start looking for the humor in life, you will find it. You will stop asking, why me? And start recognizing that life happens to all of us. There's days that you just have a bad day. All of us have bad days. All of us have bad days. But learn to find the joy in life. Laugh at yourself. My wife does this better than anyone else I know. She, I'm just curious. Um, Some of you have spent time at our house or on different trips. How many of you guys have experienced my wife when she starts laughing? Just raise your hand. Yes. What happens as a result? You start laughing as well, don't you? So I want to show you a video. (laughs) With permission from my wife. Um, It's my very first TikTok, by the way. So here it is. Um, this is at the Hinkle's house, actually, and they had this thing. I don't know what it does, but just check out this video. It's 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 fun. She got this. I don't know. I think it's supposed to help your back or something. I don't know, but she was on this thing and she just started laughing. And if you have, have experienced my wife's laugh, she couldn't stop, and it was great. So my wife knows how to have fun and to laugh at herself, and we also laugh at her as as well. All right, with her. I mean, with her, with her. Number two is this: worship fully. Worship fully. This is this is this what this is what brings celebration. Let yourself go when you worship and this is not just when we sing worship is much more than that when we're singing at church belt it out no i encourage you guys to be here next wednesday night for the night of worship guys i've told you this before that you guys lead the way when we worship if you come here on a weekend you don't experience worship the way you experience worship here on wednesday nights but next Wednesday night you can lead the way for our worship night. You can. And you can lead the adults into worship. So I encourage us to pack out this place. Come early. Be here early because it starts at 6:30. So get here early so you can get your seats. And let's pack out this place. And let's show our parents and the next generation what worship is about. But worship fully. So when you sing, worship. When you pray, let it all out. Give God your frustrations. Give God everything. Let him know how you feel. It is okay. When you read your Bible, make notes. Think about it. Pray about it. Memorize it. Study it. Celebrate God and all that you do for him. Number three is this. Play and be creative. Play and be create, creative. That's one of the reasons why we play games here almost every week. I think it's important for us to laugh and have fun together. That's why we spent forty almost, almost an hour, about 50, 55 minutes tonight playing games. Because I think it's fun for us to laugh and have fun together and play and celebrate that way. Make family events into times of celebration and thanksgiving. Do things that nurture you. Find ways to celebrate all different kinds of things. I think our family is really good at this. We find ways to celebrate. We find ways to go get ice cream. Oh, you got an A. Okay. Ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> we we love to celebrate in our house. And we love ice cream. So that's what happens a lot of times. If you journal, start a gratitude journal. Send thank you notes and cards. Volunteer for something you're passionate about. But be creative. Play. Set up regular time to play games and watch movies. We love game nights at our house. Over Thanksgiving, I think we play Catan probably a dozen times with our family. We love games. So have fun with that. So what do do little kids do when they celebrate? They scream and dance and make lots of noise. Lots of noise. (laughs) Right? When you go to a football game and you celebrate, what do you do? You make noise. Lots of noise. And ring bells. So it's okay for us when we celebrate to make noise. Now, one of the things I hate about myself I'll be vulnerable for a second is I don't think I do this well for some reason this face doesn't communicate what my heart is feeling I about said fart um (laughs) what my heart is feeling in other words I can be I can have so much joy inside of my heart but a lot of times my face doesn't get communicated that I'm so joyous and I have to be conscious of that a couple years several years ago my wife gave me tickets to the Dallas Cowboy game it was against the Browns, so it wasn't much of a game, but <laughs> it's okay. They were, they were still bad. All right, um, but she gave me tickets to a game. we were in Dallas at a conference. She gave me tickets, and I was like, cool. That was it. <laughs> but inside, I was like, ah! But out here, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, baby. <laughs> So I, I don't like that about myself. I wish this. I, my wife, you can read her face and everything. If she's mad, you can read it. If she's happy, you can read it. You can read her. You can't read me. So be creative, have fun, play. Next one is this. Celebrate throughout the year. Birthdays, graduations, anniversaries, marriages, Christmas, Easter, 4th of July, Whatever, just look for ways to celebrate throughout the year. Look for ways to celebrate. When a person comes to know Christ, celebrate. Look what Luke 15, 7 says, Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Guys, when one person says yes to Jesus... All of heaven celebrates. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Guys, when you guys accepted Christ into your life, all of heaven celebrated as a result. And then the last one is this. It's through the sacraments. Now, every month here at our church, we take communion. And that is a celebration celebration. I know a lot of times we do it so often that we don't even think about it. But when you take that bread or that foam wafer, (laughs) and you take that cup of grape juice that represents his blood, his body and his blood, guys, you are, it says, do this in remembrance of me. When we take that, we are remembering what Christ did for you and me. When he died on a cross for us and he rose three days later, That needs to be a celebration, not just just something that we do because it's it's something that we do. And the other is is baptism. And I could think of no better way than to celebrate tonight with baptism. We have someone coming to to get baptized here in just a few moments. And here's what I I tell people. the, the, The communion, the sacraments, the communion... The bread and the cup are the yeah. The bread and the cup, the wine or the grape juice. Those are symbols of what Christ did for us. And baptism, baptism is a symbol of what has happened in their life. So Kira's going to come up in just a few moments and get baptized, and she accepted Christ in her life a while ago, and she wants to go public with that. And this is what I tell people: if you've met with me about baptism, this is what I tell people that baptism is a lot like this. This is my wedding band. And this is a symbol of what? My marriage. I'm married to Tiffany that you saw wiggle, 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 wiggle a few minutes ago. And I wear this so that people would know that I belong to Tiffany. So get your eyes off of this, all right? This is taken, all right? I want people to know that. I want people to know that this is a symbol of my love and my covenant Promise to my wife. And when you enter these waters of baptism and you go down and you come back up, that is a symbol of your love for Christ. Because when you accept Christ in your life, for the most part, it is a very private matter between you and God. You may have friends around you. Sometimes you may stand up and it's public that way. But for the most part, if it's between you and Christ. It's a very private thing between you and Christ. But when you go into these waters in front of your peers, in front of your friends and your family, it is a declaration that I am going public with my faith and I'm saying yes to Christ. I want, to, I want the world to know that I belong to Jesus just like I want the world to know that I belong to Tiffany. And that's what we're going to do right now. So if you will, pray with me. Kira, you can come up um, as we celebrate baptisms. God, we love you and we thank you for your love for us and I pray that you would just help us to celebrate. Help us to, to practice this rhythm, a celebration in our lives. And God, I pray that as we celebrate baptism tonight, that you would just help us to celebrate what you have done in the life of cure. God, we love you so much. And God, we pray this all in your name. Amen. Can I get someone to take this lid off? I don't think I can do it. Can somebody take this off? Some of you guys can do it.